This show uses potty words like fucking shit and ass and stuff, so children should not be listening. If you let your kids listen you are a bad parent. Just in case we get killed, I wanted to tell you, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on me. What's an all-American girl like you doing with a geek like this? Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. Spread out! And here's your host, Joey Valentine. Hey everybody and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your favorite comedy podcast on the entire internet, or soon to be your favorite comedy podcast on the internet. I'm Joey Valentine, your host, and I'm so happy to have you here. It's April 8th, 2022. And we made it through another week. It's Friday. I'm so fucking excited. I don't know why. I just had a really smooth week, and I hope you all did as well. I hope you are all feeling just fine. If you're tuning in, I hope you're having a great week, and everything's going really well for you. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I have got a lot of things I want to talk about. One of them being dick pics, but we're going to get to that later on in the show. We are going to talk about dick pics. Stick around for that. Because obviously you guys need a refresher on <laughs> on what I deem to be one of the most classless, uncouth, embarrassing for men things that could ever be done. And that is sending an unsolicited picture of your genitals to a woman you just met on the internet. I don't understand. I cannot be the only guy in the fucking world that has something, like, that has a problem with this. I can't be the only one. It can't just be me. But, you know, we'll get to that later. Because first, I want to bitch about weight loss. Okay? Diet failure. Because fuck dieting already, you know? It's just a no-win situation. It's not fair. I can't get enough of the good stuff. I gave up alcohol. I haven't had sex in four years. All I got left is food and my good looks. Well, I got food anyway, and i it's not fair. The human body is like this, this beautiful machine. You know, why does everything that's bad for you, that causes oily skin and acne and your ass to grow fat and to look like Cottage cheese on a fucking sidewalk and hail damage on your butt cheeks. Why Why is that all caused by the stuff that tastes so good? Why, why can't vegetables be the things that make you fat? Why does it have to be pizza and ice cream? We should all, like, that's how life should have played out. That's when the rules of life were written. We should have, you know... Everybody, you know, we're all enjoying pie and cake and playing the Xbox and and we're fit as a fiddle. But then the people who, like, eat a lot of vegetables, they're the ones that are overweight. That's how it should be. Like, oh, Joe, you're really putting on some weight, man. Yeah, I just, I can't stop eating carrots, man. You know, it's like I got this hankering for mixed vegetables all the time. I hate myself afterwards. I eat a bunch of vegetables. I'm jogging around the fucking block. I wake up, I'm 10 pounds heavier. 
I just can't seem to quit. I can't seem to lose this veg weight. I try and do nothing. I try and eat shitty food. I want to. I know it's the right thing to do. But I, I, I'll wake up at midnight and I got this this fucking intense craving for Brussels sprouts. <laughs> and, and green leafy stuff. And I see the ranch dressing sitting there. And I'm thinking, I, why, why don't you just put the ranch on there? Just soak it in ranch. Wouldn't that be so cool? That's, that's how things should play out. That's how life should be. The stuff that tastes like shit, that should be like the warning that it's bad for you. You know, if we didn't have science, what, we, we wouldn't know any better. I mean, of course, we would always know because without science, we wouldn't have fucking cheese. But, uh, you know, if pizza grew on trees, and we were Neanderthals. You'd eat it and you'd be like, oh, this is delicious. Oh, yeah. This is really good for me. It must be. Uh, what, am I, what am I talking about? Cavemen with pizza trees? Yeah, fucking dieting, man. It's just, it's gotten me all fucked up. And I'm doing, I'm like an addict. You know? Like every time. It's just like every fucking day. I go, all right. I'm going to have McDonald's and then eat a gallon of Blue Bunny and wash it down with some fucking snickerdoodles. But this is the last time I'm waking up tomorrow and I'm eating right. So I wake up and I have a little snack and I'm like, all right, okay, I'm satiated. Cool. But then by the time lunch rolls around, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen chugging Wesson oil. I go to the store and I just walk right by all the stuff that I should be buying and I go right to the same shit. Me and the Red Bear and have a date tonight. Well, he's, oh my God. But it's, it's, it's so fucking hard losing weight. And, and it's not just me. It's like a, obviously it's a, just an epidemic in America. You know, I go to, uh, I, I, I was at the store today and I was going to get some, some lunch meat, some cold cuts. I was going to get some turkey, and I, I'm, I cut down the cake aisle, okay? and I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I really did cut down the cake aisle, and not for cake. Like, I cut down the cake aisle because it's usually not a lot of people there, but there was. The store was just fucking packed today. So I'm walking down the cake aisle, and there's, like, all these fat people, and they're all wearing track suits. I, I, I thought they were on, like, a team or something, but they weren't. All different walks of life, wearing all different colors and styles, but they're all wearing track suits. And I'm like, you're really misrepresenting who you are with that track suit that you're walking around wearing. Like, you ain't fooling anybody when you're big and you got a track suit on. People aren't like, oh, my man works out. <laughs> Look at the. Yeah, he works out. He's doing them hot dog curls. <laughs> bench pressing 12 foot subs swishing around fucking thighs are starting to fire swish, swish, swish. fucking spontaneously combusting in the cake aisle <laughs> just don't brother just take off the tracksuit and go with the sweatpants elastic has become my best friend even elastic's fighting me at this point
Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so you know, I cut through the cake aisle and um, and past the Olympic eating team, and and I'm just like, I'm like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But I did. I bought bunny tracks. I bought cookies. I came home. I stared at them for a good minute before devouring them like a fucking wild cookie hyena. I don't even know why I bother using my hands anymore. I should just rip the top of the fucking Chips Ahoy package open and dive headfirst like a pig in slop. I'm being too hard on myself. I just really like eating, and I don't have any other vices, and I'm fucking so tired. People, I'm, my pipes need cleaning. I have no outlet for my sexual frustration. And that's, I'm trying to be all zen about it, and I'm trying not to involve the listeners of my show. But, man, a very good friend of mine, I'm going to move on from the from the diet talk. I've made I've said I've, I've said what I wanted to say. I've made my peace. All right. When I actually start doing something about it, I'll talk about weight again. But anyway, my very very dear friend Brooke from Houston sent me a little <laughs> sent sent a thing to me in the fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com email box today because you may or may not know I've been having a lot of issues with clowns. little recap is that uh, I was going to have this clown be interviewed on here. And at the last minute, he backed out of the interview because he claimed that my show was, um, I don't know, somehow prejudiced against uh, either, I think, trans people or, and I'm, I'm also uh, somehow... Uh, making excuses for racism and things like that. And I don't know what the fuck he was talking about because I, anyone who knows me knows that I'm just, I'm just a loud mouth and I have absolutely no bias towards anyone except the entire human race. I think you're all scumbags. I think all of us are inherently just scumbags and I don't choose to single anyone out because of their outside. I am insidest <laughs> or whatever you would call being prejudiced against your fucking guts or something like that. Anyway, Brooke sent me this thing. Oh wait, uh, the clowns, right? So the guy accuses me of all this shit and he's like, ah, blah, blah, and he makes a big fucking stink on this page that I'm, uh, I I'm following on Facebook. It's called clown girl honk heaven. I was trying to get an interview with someone cause I thought this was a sex page. And I was trying to get an interview with somebody to explain to me what the fascination is with clowns and, and the sexy part of it. But he, I guess, is like a real, legit, professional, traveling clown. And he didn't want to sully the good name of the clown. If you go back and find the show, the things he said to me were so, like, I just want someone to see beyond the squeaky shoes and... It was a trip, man. I thought I was being fucking, like, fucked with, and uh, so that didn't work out. And then I, I I, kept having, like, run-ins with other clown stuff, and clowns kept appearing to me, and, and then I was obsessed with clown shit, and, and uh, but I got over it. And then Brooke had to go ahead and send me this today. So now I have, apparently, something that someone posted, and uh, it's, a, it's a guy 
who is uh, admitting he is... Apparently this guy is having these really conflicted feelings about how bad he wants to have sex with a clown. And I would like to read it to you. Uh, <laughs> cue the clown music. And I'm going to read you this little tidbit because Rook sent it to me and it's pretty fucking funny. I'm so desperate to have sex with a female clown, I can't take it. More than anything, I just want a beautiful woman with a clown costume, makeup, and a big red nose to have sweaty, passionate sex with. I want her to lay on my bed, take her big shoes off, and let me suck and lick her toes while myself off while she blows up condoms and makes them into balloon animals. Then I want her to take off her clown pants and clown underwear, then start pulling several feet of colored scarves out of her p once the scarves are out, I want to enter her, then f*** her as she honks her big red nose in time to my thrusts. I want her to do the clown laugh and spray me with a squirt gun flower as I come. I don't know why I have this fantasy, but I do, and it's killing me. I want clown put so bad it hurts. <laughs> All right. Bravo. The first step is admitting you have a problem. Well, I have no comment. I mean, everybody's got their kinks, right? I mean, I'm sure. I I mean, me personally, I don't uh I don't have anything for clowns. I never will. They don't scare me. They just fucking annoy me. I've never understood the uh you know what I mean? Like like the allure like, did anyone, did you ever meet anyone as a child who legitimately, like, legitimately honestly told you that, like, oh, I love clowns. I dig clowns. I'm really into clowns. Clowns are awesome. I want a clown at my party. Like, have you ever met anyone like that? I mean, and, and okay, let me take it one step further. Have you ever met anyone and you went to their house and they had, like, clown wallpaper? Or like posters on the wall of famous clowns. They had like clown DVDs. And <laughs> I mean, and I'm talking about someone who's not fucking five. Like if you went to, if you met a man, okay. If you were a woman and you were out at a bar and you met a man and he was really fucking attractive. He's got it going on. He's real slick. He's smooth. And everything's going well. You know, he smells good. He's clean. He's got great clothes. He's got a powerful jaw. He's got all his hair. Looks like a young stud. Probably be a, just a great, great man in a sack. And you have a few beers, and you decide, I think I'd like to see what's under there. So you go back to his place. He's opening the front door. He walks you in, he flips on the light, and there's like hundreds of ceramic clowns everywhere on shelves. There's clown pillows on the couch. There's big clown shoes by the front door, as if many clowns have visited the house and could possibly be moving throughout the halls. Would you even would you even stick around to find out? I'd, I'd run screaming, terrified. 
That has serial killer written all over it. I used to have a thing for SpongeBob SquarePants. I mean, I still do, but not like a not like a collecting type thing. I just like the show. And my ex, I came home one day, and she had decorated my entire room in SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay, she had she like a bed set, my sheets, my blanket, my pillows. There was posters. There was decorative shit hanging from the fucking blinds. My, she bought me a PlayStation controller shaped like SpongeBob. I'm not making this up. Okay, the whole fucking room was SpongeBob. It looked like, like it could have been a for sale part of the Disney store or Nickelodeon or whatever. And I brought a girl home. <laughs> And I brought a girl home one time from a bar. Me and the ex were not together at the time. And she comes back to my apartment. I had forgotten. It didn't even occur to me. Like, I just was like, whatever, you know? Like, if I hadn't, if she hadn't put the SpongeBob stuff up, it would have just been a fucking bed and a bunch of empty walls with a TV and a PlayStation. And I bring this girl home from the bar. And no, I didn't have sex with her. You want to take a good yes, why? <laughs> she comes back to my apartment. I give her a glass of wine. I get me a glass of wine. We go into my room. I turn on the TV. And she's like, wow. And I said, and then it occurs to me, oh, yeah, SpongeBob theme. And I said, uh, oh, yeah, you know, I said, I like SpongeBob. And she goes, huh. She's like, well, she's like, this looks like a kid's room. I was like, well, yeah, I guess it kind of does. So, what's up, girl? You know, she's like, my boyfriend's probably going to not like me being here. And she left. So that's that's how that played out. True fucking story. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So anyway, thank you, Brooke, for thinking about me like you always do. She's a wonderful woman. She has given me so many wonderful gifts over the years. One of them being a hand-crocheted or hand-knitted, I don't want to piss off the wrong sewing circle, so I'm sorry, Brooke, if I got that wrong, but uh, thong that she made with her hands, it's a beautiful red thong, unfortunately, I have never had an opportunity to wear it in public, because she made it like a fucking sumo diaper, so the only part of the back goes right up my ass crack, and I've never been able to wear it anywhere except to model it to my own camera, and post it on Facebook for my friends to stare in horror at. So, <laughs> thank you, Brooke. Thank you for everything you do. I miss you and Casey so much. I love you guys. So I am actually partnered up with a very cool podcast. I'm going to play you a trailer for them. If you get a chance, I would really like you guys to check them out. They're supporting me like I'm supporting them. It is called the Fire Breathing Kitten Podcast. Uh, Fire Breathing Kittens. And it's uh, basically it's a group of really good friends getting together. Every episode's like three hours of them playing D&D, &D, and they're nerdy as fuck, and it's awesome, and they laugh at dumb shit just like I do, and I loved it, I enjoyed it, and uh, let me play you the trailer for it, and if you guys would do me a favor, go ahead and check them out. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. 
So join us on a real play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast, fantasy action, mystery, friendship. All right. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. I used to play D&D and I think it's awesome. You know, there's nothing more appealing to me than something where you can use your imagination. That's that's all I do. That's my whole life. My whole life is one big fucking fantasy. I sit around and I pretend. I listen to music and I pretend it's me playing in front of 10,000 people. I go to bed at night and I put on spaceship sounds and I get under my blankets and I pretend like I'm fucking fighting the Empire, you know? And I'm way too old to be doing that, I've been told. But I don't care. Imagination, like the day I don't have an imagination is the day... Like, I don't want to live anymore, okay? And I am not ashamed to say that if you don't have that spark of childlike fever in you, then you are not living life to its fullest. But when we used to play Dungeons & Dragons back in the day, when I was, I guess, around 16, you know, all of my skater friends had gotten together and they'd gotten obsessed with it. You know, they were, and that's, that's what happens. You get involved in it and you start doing it. And it becomes like an obsession and you create your character and you get, you breathe life into it. And then you have a, if you have a good dungeon master, they breathe life into the game. And that's very, very cool. And we always did have a good DM. My problem was, is that I could never take it seriously. I mean, I took it seriously, but I just seriously did whatever the fuck I wanted. Like we'd walk into town and I'd start smacking people or I'd, like rape dead unicorns, you know, or or just constantly. <laughs> like one of my most used actions was dry humping people from behind. That will piss many a barkeeper off, and uh, it held up the game because people were they were so serious, you know. They were like, "We're, we're traveling on this journey, Sir Joey. Can't thou keep thou penis and thou trousers?" Dost thou have to fuck everything thou seeth? Yes. Yes, I doeth. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Okay, so I'm already heavily invested into this episode. There's like so many things I want to talk about, so I'm going to have to go ahead and skip ahead and save some shit for next time because I'm not even close to being done. Um... Dick pics. This was what I wanted to get on because it's been on my mind for the last couple of days. I met a really special person um, who I'm not going to use their name because uh, we're having an affair because she's married. So we were talking about dick pics. And uh, I know that when it comes to dating websites, that all women get bombarded with them. And I made a case about this a long time ago. I did a whole episode talking about, like, you meet a girl, and she's chatting you up, and, you know, she's talking to you on the messenger, and then you just go, okay, here's my dong, right? Okay, no, that's, you can't do that. And I don't understand when it became, like, a thing to where guys thought that it was okay. Because it's fucking not. It's really, it really, really, really should be illegal. I know that probably sounds funny coming from a man, you know, because, yeah, would I, I mean, would I love for a woman to just send me her tits, you know, uh, via messenger? I guess, you know, I wouldn't be completely 
opposed to the idea of that. But if I did meet a woman online and she sends me like fucking 50 pre-made snatch shots, not, not snap snatch, but see what I did there. (laughs) She sends me 50 shots of her poon via messenger before I even ask. I mean, I'm sorry, but like the only way I would be able to see her would be completely sexualized because I'd go, okay, obviously I am not the first person to take a ticket and get in line here. There's no way we would ever have any kind of hope for a relationship because that's all I'd think about. If we started dating, I'd be like, Jesus, man, I was the fucking dumbass who committed. I'm the one that stuck around after she fucking let the cows out of the barn. But men have this obsession with sending, and I ask every girl I meet in my life, ever since the internet was invented and the first dating app came up, I have asked every woman I've ever met or dated or just friends with, whatever, and they've all, I've never had one say, no, that's never happened to me. No, and it happens to them all. Men just constantly send them dick pics, and I don't know if it's like the voyeurism that turns them on or what. It's fucking weird, and I got news for you guys. Like, I can I can go to the store, and I can take a picture of a banana from 50 different fucking angles, but I don't need to send it to a woman for her to know what that banana looks like, unless it's a really fucking weird-looking banana. And if you're sending her pictures of a really weird-looking banana, you should probably think twice about sending pictures. So I got to talking to my lady friend, and I, I said... Do you get the dick pics? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, tons of them. Because the first thing I said to her when we met, I said, I'm not going to send you dick pics. I'm going to go ahead and, like, just tell you now, you know, like, so you can, you know, so you don't have to sit there and go, okay, when's the dick pic coming? I said, it's not going to happen. And I don't do that. And I'm not even going to do it if you ask me to. And she's like, cool. (laughs) Anyway, so she's telling me about all these guys. And I'm like, what do they, what do they do? They just, they send you a picture. She's like, no, they send... Like, picture after picture after picture. And I said, you know, I said, I have the best fucking idea. I said, let's have some fun with these gentlemen. I said, what do you think they'll do? I said, do you think that they'll do anything you ask them to? You know? And I started spitballing. I said, try and get them to do things with their dicks and send you pictures of them. And she's like, well, like what? I said, first thing that came to my mind, I said, get one. To put a fucking little top hat on it. <laughs> and then I thought, no, why even stop there? Not just a top hat, get him a little cane and a fucking monocle. <laughs> put the monocle on the fucking dick hole. And I said, look, I'm not joking. I said, fucking tell them. I go, give them directions to Hobby Lobby. Say, hey, they sell little top hats at Hobby Lobby for $2.99. I got a little plastic bag. Like, why don't you run over there? Like, I just, my whole life, that, you know, give them a good backstory. Like, I just have a thing for top hats. I think they're just so fucking sexy. It would be so hot. You would get me so hot if you put a top hat on your dick. Like, maybe got a Sharpie, you know, and, and drew a little face. Under the top hat. <laughs> and then we started coming up with like all this shit. Well, she did. 
I said little tiny cowboy hat. You know, my favorite is the monocle. I I, I want to see a penis with a monocle. Like that's the most epic thing ever. If I can, if she can get a man to venture out of his basement and get on his ten speed Schwinn and pedal his way up to the nearest Hobby Lobby and buy a tiny little top hat and a little monocle and a cane and get him to take a picture of it. That's I I, I can't think of a moment in my life that I will ever be happier to to find out that that happened that someone really did that so i want i told her i said we gotta we gotta hit them all hit them all hit them hard hit them fast men are fucking stupid get as much of this out of them as you can all right we'll do cowboy hats all right get a, a little wig <laughs> parted down the middle like red wig made out of yarn put that over the head have them draw different faces. Maybe make like a little, uh, like the little girl from Wendy's. You know, have them get a red wig with pigtails. Make little freckles on the dick. <laughs> get them to paint lips with actual lipstick. And she starts throwing this shit at. She says, "Oh, I got, she's like, I can one up you, unicorn." Unicorn penis, angel wings, devil horns. <laughs> oh, she said Marilyn Monroe. You get the blonde wig on a penis, a little mole. That's fucking great, man. I'm telling you, she'll have these guys doing it. Hell, I'd do it. Not even if I like, and I'm not, I'm not a, a penis picture guy. But like, if I met a girl online and I knew we were getting along, and I was attracted to her, and she was attracted to me, and and she sent me a message, and she said, "Joe, go and do the get a little top hat. Go get a little top hat and a and a little cane and a, and a monocle <laughs> from Hobby Lobby," and I go. For real, and she says, "Yeah, yeah." I go, "Okay, I'll be I'll be back in an hour," and I would come home, and my dick would look like Mister Fucking Peanut, and I would send that shit. So you can only imagine what these sexually depraved, gross, perverted men would be willing to do. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Like, take a picture of your dick in a mousetrap. You know? Like, do you have cheese slices in the fridge? Little singles? Yeah, cut out a hole and see how many you can fit on your dick at a time. I mean, right? If you've got ideas of what men can do with their penises, send them to me. <laughs> that fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com. That guy loves cake at yahoo.com. Send it to me, Mr. Joey Valentine, your favorite comedy podcaster. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Keep your penises in your pants and away from your Polaroid cameras. I'm sorry, I just can't get enough of this. I got all these images in my head. For the first time in my life, I have dicks in my head and I'm not, I'm okay with it, you know? It's like, 
So let me play you out with a little 21 Pilots, a song I just absolutely love to fucking crank because it makes my ass shake. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend, and remember, be nice. I'll see you on Monday. Slow down.